So we're going to talk today about a question and answer we got through the Ask Cindy on a lady that got an eight-week-old German Shepherd puppy. And from the time that it was eight weeks old until the time it was six months old, it had gone through puppy classes and it had gone through an eight-week-old uh, basic obedience class. And that's way too much on a puppy. I'll read this and then we're going to talk about it. I have a six-month-old German Shepherd of sound breeding and temperament. He's been through puppy obedience training class and a basic dog obedience class. He's done very well in both. The problem that I'm having is that when someone comes to the door, he wants to jump all over them and mouth them. I've put him in the down position, the stay position, when company comes over, and he does pretty good, but he still gets too excited when I let him off the down. He also gets very agitated if my husband and I leave. He jumps at the door or the window and whines. I now have to crate him for fear that he'll go through the window and cause himself serious damage. The trainer said that he's insecure. When the trainer used Rika as a demonstration dog, the minute she got him from me, he started to whine. When she blocked him from viewing me, he peeked his head around her body and whined. Help, I love my dog and I want him to behave when company comes so that I don't have to crate him or worse yet, hurt him if I leave. I'm wondering if you have a list of German commands that you use that you could forward to me. I've trained Riker in German and would like to know when I'm using the right words. The ones that I am using have come from several different websites. Thank you, Katie. Hmm. Okay, I'm not sure where to start. First of all, I want to talk about the German commands. You can train your dog to use any commands that you want, but using German on this dog is not going to change a thing in the world. You can, you can use any command as long as you stay with the same command all the time. You can make up your own commands for sit, down, come, as long as you use the same commands all the time. Now. There's a serious management problem with this dog. I'll back up first again and talk about the fact that, in my opinion, taking this dog to a puppy class and then to a basic obedience class before it's six months old is way too much. It's too much on a puppy. You know, you shouldn't overdo these classes on the dog. Spend the time in the first six months with this dog to build a relationship with the dog. Work on engagement with the dog. Work on marker training with the dog. Charge the mark. Teach him the simple basic commands using high value food rewards and no corrections with the dog. That's how you build a, a solid foundation. It's how you build a relationship with your dog so that it doesn't get insecure. We would never ever. Cindy and I would never let anybody take our puppy away from us and use it as a demonstration dog in a class. As far as this instructor saying, oh, the dog's insecure, you're damn right it's insecure. It's insecure because of what she's doing. 
not the, not the owner, well, yes, the owner, but more so the lady that's running these classes. Yeah, I mean, the dog is insecure when they take this puppy away from the owner and it's peeking around the owner looking for its owner wondering, what the hell is going on now? You know, don't do that. It's just frustrating sometimes when we get some of these. The problem they have, she talks about it here, when people come to the door that the dog jumps on them, she puts it in a downstay. Putting a six-month-old dog in a downstay when people come to the door is way too much to expect for a dog. It's like I say in these videos, your goal may not be the best thing for the dog you're working with. And expecting a puppy to do a downstay when, a, when a, somebody comes to your house, that's not realistic. If you want to do anything, put a raised bed in your living room where you can tether that dog with a leash to something next to the bed so it can't get up and jump and run over to the new people. Or better yet, take your dog and put it in a dog crate when, and the dog crate should be in another room. There's, you've got the rest of your life to teach this dog, the rest of your dog's life, to teach this dog that when people come over, he's not supposed to jump on them, he's not supposed to, he's not supposed to whine and cry, he's supposed to go over there and lay on his bed. Maybe doing that when a puppy is six months old, puppy's not ready for that. So put him in a dog crate in the back room. If he whines and howls, cover it with a sheet. You can teach it to lay on a bed when it's six months to a year old and stay there, but tether him there to expect that you should be able to put a six-month-old puppy on a, on a raised bed in a room with a stranger in the room or even somebody that it knows, a relative, is, is asking way too much for that puppy. Same thing goes for leaving the house when you have a six-month-old puppy and you're going to let them have free reign of the house. I learned that the hard way 30, 40 years ago. I think 40 years ago. Yeah, 40. Where I didn't know squat about training and I got this new puppy from the Humane Society. And I was living in an apartment. <laughs> this is a funny story. I was living in an apartment and we were looking to, to move into a house. And we went and looked at this house and we were going to do a rent to buy on it. And the guy, when he found out that we had, uh, we actually had two dogs at the time, this puppy and then our older dog, Sheba. And I said, well, why don't you just come over and look at our apartment? You can see what it looks like. You can see how we raise our dogs. He says, okay. So we were about two miles, three miles away from there. So my wife and I jump in the car and we get over to the house and we go in and the door coming in is to the living room when I opened up the door and the dog had, the dog had tried to dig a hole through the sheetrock to get outside. And it was in the kitchen where, where, the, where the table was. Now this guy is behind us, right? He's out in the parking lot getting out of his car. I wanted this house. So I, I grabbed the couch and I drug it in the kitchen and pushed it up against the wall and all the sheetrock there. And he came in and he looked around and he said, yeah, it's, you know, it looks pretty clean. He looks at the couch there. He looks at that couch. And I'm sure he's thinking, what in the hell is that couch doing in the kitchen? 
Long and the short of it is two things. Number one, we got the house. Number two, I never, ever left a young dog loose in a house again. Because if they're not going to dig a hole through the sheetrock, they're going to chew up one of your pieces of furniture. If they're not going to chew up one of the pieces of furniture, they're going to poop and pee throughout your whole house. So don't do that. You leave, dog goes in the dog crate, period. They can learn to live in that dog crate. They can learn to like that dog crate because you should be feeding your dog in the dog crate. We feed our dogs in the morning and the evening. That's where they eat. That's where they sleep at night, too. So I hope I gave you some ideas here. These people, they want to do the right thing. We want them to do the right thing. And sometimes common sense isn't as common as one would think. Me and the, the hole in the wall is a perfect example of that. We have to learn through our experiences. So I cut people a lot of slack on this because they just don't know. And a lot of the people that come to our website are first-time dog owners, and they don't know. So if you have a question, write the Ask Cindy portal on the front of Learberg.com. You don't need to be a customer of Learberg. If you have a question on training, if you have a question on healthcare, if you have a question on breeding, and I bred German Shepherd working bloodlines for 35 years, you know, send it in. Cindy answers questions as soon as she can, usually the next day unless she's not feeling well or she's traveling or whatever. But we encourage people to ask for help. Our feeling is we have a lot of information to offer, and if we can help people, they're going to become customers of ours, long-term customers. And the only thing about it that I do say is that the caveat here is you have to put your email address in there. We don't spam you. We don't sell email lists. Never have, never, ever will. The reason we do that is we have to tie your email to the question because if there's too many vague questions in your first email to Cindy, in the Ask Cindy, she'll write you back and say, hey, what about this and this and this? How are you... How are you dealing with this, or how old is your dog, and what training is your dog? And then you can write back. And then, a week later, a month later, a year later, you can write her again, and she can pull it up, the old stuff up, according to your email, and review what she's recommended in the past. So, that's all I have. <laughs>